Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Fresh Talk. Hello. We Hello. have a full house. My name is Chris. I'm Kai. I'm Dan. I'm John. And we have guest, a guest tonight. Special guest. Yay. Special guest. Potentially first lady guest. Yes. No, I think definitely, I am. Definitely first the lady first guest. first ever female guest on Fresh Talk. It only took us a year. It took a year. <laughs> only it took us a year of a lady that's coming to she's be still, willing to subject her to potential rape jokes. <laughs> no rape jokes, and she will not have the ability to vote on anything because we're old school, but she is still here. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the program. Thanks. I'm Jacqueline. Jack- Jacqueline. Jacqueline. Long, long time friend of ours, friend of the band. Oh, yeah. Jacqueline, when did we first meet you? I like 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Um, friend in the Colorado area. And every time we come through Colorado, we would see you, hang out with you, go on a bunch of shows. And we even stayed at your house once. A couple times. A couple, a couple times. times. A couple yeah. times. Yeah, yeah, several times. A couple of times. Got snowed in once, if I remember correctly. It was very snowy. Yeah. You had a badass basement. The best places to stay on tour, at least in the United States, were always houses that had basements. Like before the word man cave came around. <laughs> so right. like people's parents would be like, okay, you can stay in the basement. That's true. Yeah, we did. And you had a you had a man cave, and your dad was a huge Niners fan. Right? He was. Still is. Or still, still is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love talking about Colin Kaepernick because all he's fills with rage. Tough times for those Niners. <laughs> Actually, Dan and I were skyping yep. like Saturday, and the Niners game was on, and my dad was screaming. Dinnerman <laughs> yells. I remember he had one of those, like, you know, to go to some families and there's like a picture of Pope hanging up, like, you know, in her house, there was a Mon- Joe Montana picture. Yeah, like, so, no, Jerry it was Rice. a cardboard cutout yeah. in the shower. Yeah, like, right. you, couldn't, you couldn't go any direction without the eyes of Montana on you at all times, <laughs> yeah. you know. Joe Montana, cardboard cutout Joe Montana has has seen me do horrible things to toilets. <laughs> so has cardboard cut out of So has Ricky Joe Bobby. Montana. <laughs> Ricky Bobby seen me do way weirder things at least. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> the infamous Ricky Bobby cut out that was in our RV for years of touring. Oh, oh great. things that that Ricky Bobby saw. <laughs> so sad. Abuse of every kind. So sad. So sad. Well, welcome to the program. You're out visiting California. I am. Uh-huh. And how long are you out for? Uh, until 10 January. Sweet, sweet. So you're hanging out and we've decided to bring you in to the podcast to be the first ever female guest. That's big because our friend, our publicist over in England, Emma, wanted to be the first. Yeah, well, she, we, we're working on it. We, but, we're trying. Yeah. That's true. She'll Don't be tell out her. She's coming out. She'll be on. Just, yeah, so. <laughs> well, welcome to the program. She'll be the first English lady. And we're recording this post, uh, post-Christmas, post post-holidays. Yes. Yes. Pre-New Year's, post-Christmas. Yeah. And I still consider that the holidays. For me, holidays, oh, yeah. it kicks off on the 24th and it goes to the 2nd. Yeah, I've still got my Jesus tree up. The, no, the 24th of, for another <laughs> of November starts with Thanksgiving and it's just holidays all the way yeah. to New Year's. So we're, we're fully in the holidays. Um, yeah. Happy holidays. You guys just returned from uh, a bar. Yes, we did. Correct. No, not a bar, a, a brew. Brew pub? Pub. A brew a pub. Brew house. A brewery. Brow house. If you listen to this podcast at all, you know we were at Poseidon Brewery. Mm-hmm. As we are every week. Fair enough. Fair enough. You were just at a record store. I was. Um, for those that don't know, I acquired some part-time holiday work in the retail department of our local record Athens store. once a year. Salzers. Um, Which so- we've also mentioned Probably a billion times. Yeah. Nearly as much as Poseidon. And if you got to work retail, literally, there's no other place around here to do it. I'm very happy that they were able to have me and I was able to earn some extra Christmas money. But I'm going to be straight up. Working at a cool ass record store. Too. I am fried because I have like felt like I've been working every single day this month. I was just there 15 minutes ago. I saw John the other day and had a confession to John like, hey, man. I've always respected your work ethic, but <laughs> I see things differently now. Now, John is engaged in serious, hardcore labor during the day, but it's just, and I've heard Dan and Kai both complain about this. Dan more, because he complains more than Kai in <laughs> general. What do you want? But 
God, you're just so tired. Like, you just don't want to do shit after doing anything for like eight, nine straight hours. Like, I'm Which just you never do. I, I'm not used to that. I'm used to like having tons of energy at the end of the night. The, I, the concept of me crawling into bed and be like, I just want to watch The Simpsons and go to sleep. Like, I don't do that. Like, I work, I write, I do shit at night. And man, it's just you just die. That's why my bedtime is 9 p.m. Like, I'm <laughs> fucking 60. Crazy. And you want, and for some reason, like, I don't drink a lot, not like you guys, but. The fuck if I don't want to have a beer as soon as I get home? You drink now. It's crazy. I completely understand alcoholism. Like, if you work the docks for 40 years, you're a fucking drunk. It's instant reward. It's like, I work so hard so I could do this. It's crazy, crazy. And food, too. Like, I, you know, I've been eating pretty good this year. Out the fucking window. No My time. ass is in line at Jack and Box. Like, oh, I have eight monster tacos. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. Like, it's just brutal. Oh, your poor butthole. <laughs> <laughs> totally. If Ricky I'll, Bobby I'll could see the, me now. I'll bet it's <laughs> about the stage of revolution. Yeah, it's, it's brutal, man. Totally. I'm going to have one of those Colorado Montana dumps. It's fucking sad <laughs> shit. Yeah. But anyway, Ouch. I've been doing that. It, it's almost up. So then, uh, you know, my, my Christmas hours are done. But man, it's been interesting. It's been interesting working retail. It's been interesting working in a record store, seeing what people are into. You're always talking about the records of the week. I'm seeing firsthand what people are into, how big vinyl is, how it's come back in such a big way. It's been a, it's been about it's been an interesting cultural experience. Has it given you a little uh, appreciation for the fact that people really still do like music? It's just consumed in very different ways than we're used to. Yes, yeah, and I I felt it's it, you're absolutely right because we you said dude, Chris vinyl's back even bigger than you think, and I and I collect vinyl, so we talk about it all the time. But I've got to see firsthand, and it was really it was actually heartwarming in some ways to see a younger generation still buying music and it's fucking stoked. Yeah, and not into it in the way or maybe necessarily the stuff that I would be into, but it's just nice to see someone actually a kid pay for music because that generation on a whole doesn't. But the music kids, the creative kids, they're still out there buying it, which is great. I mean... And we're, again, like we've said this a million times, we're fortunate to have a place that is sort of a hub for that. I mean, yeah. there, there's no other independent record store within 60 miles of here yeah, or more. We're very lucky that way. It's a great place. When in Ventura, California, you definitely want to go there. And if yes. you happen to be there this Christmas season, yes, that was me. Or next Christmas season. But I have <laughs> now, now uh, I know we have a topic that we have to get to. You guys tell me if you want this story now, later, end of the year. Right I, I, I met a celebrity while working at the record store. It, it happens. And it's a, it's a little bit of a tale. It's a little bit of a tale. For, for, for uh, privacy issues, I cannot, I'm telling the listener right now, I cannot reveal to you the name of the celebrity. I'll tell all you guys, but John, you're going to have to uh, beep it out. Sure. But, but it, it's worthwhile. You'll understand why. But with this said, I will give the listener. What was his name and where did you blow him? <laughs> I will give the listener two or three hints, George Michael in the employee restroom. Uh, so so uh, if you want the story, ready to go. This is, is kind of epic. It's not a Christmas miracle, but it's pretty hardcore. Okay. A few nights ago, I am working at Salzers, and I ain't stoked on it. It's Sunday night. I want to be watching the football game. My team was just eliminated from the playoffs, the Eagles. I'm which bumming. Is, which it talk about a fall from grace. Fall from man. grace. I am totally bumming. There's assholes coming in in cowboy jerseys who are now taking our spot to you go just, to the playoffs. You got Mark Sanchez so I, hard. I had just worked like 100 days in a row. I don't even know what's coming and going. I'm just stuck at retail, <laughs> just super, super bummed. 
and I'm at the counter, and some guy comes up, and 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 pay attention, listener, because this is about to get really, really crazy. Guy comes up and gives me a stack of CDs, like, hey, could you hold these? And I didn't look at him. It was one of those situations where, you know, you're just kind of, you just handed him over, and I brought him to the side counter. Yeah, man, no problem. I'm scanning through as I look at him, and I see George Carlin in there, and I'm a huge George Carlin fan. Hell yeah. Yeah, he's probably my all-time favorite stand-up comedian. So I say, as the guy's kind of walking away, I was like, dude, George Carlin, that's awesome. I was like, I saw him once when I was a kid. Did you ever get to see him? Again, I'm not seeing this guy's face. He's kind of walking away, right? But he goes, no, no, I never got to see him, but I did meet him and hang out once. And then he walks off into the store. So I said to myself, hmm, but being in the negative state of a retail clerk and having dealt with so many assholes over the past month, I'm like, he's full of shit. Or he met him like, you know, at a rest stop or something right. like that. So I'm not thinking much of it. Dude walks off. But I'm like, hey, when he comes back to the counter, I'm at least going to ask him a good conversation, right? Um, I start scanning through the CDs. Something interesting happens. He's got a lot of soundtracks. He's got a lot of movie soundtracks. And let's be honest, in this day and age, there's not a lot of people buying movie soundtracks on CD, let alone multiple movies and strange movies. And I see a Randy Newman soundtrack for the film Avalon. It's a real little known film and it's a soundtrack is it's not it's not like Monster Story or Toy Story. Monsters Inc. or Toy Story. Yeah, yeah, either one of those. Um, you know, when they move them together. Do you see him on Colbert? Randy Newman? No, I didn't. Last Colbert episode. I did. Was that he was on there? Awesome. Well, yeah, he my, had a billion celebrities on. Yeah, but but he, my dad called me. I was like, everyone was on there. I was like, what do you mean everyone? Was like, everybody. Everybody in the history yeah. of the world was on but Colbert. But he played the song with Colbert. Oh, it was, it was that's cool. On piano. That's cool. So I see this Randy Newman soundtrack in this stack of CDs, and Randy Newman's one of my all-time favorites, and something dawned on me that, dude, either this guy has super good taste, or maybe he's involved in like the music or movie industry, because it just, it seemed like research soundtracks, you know, like going through the budget section and grabbing a bunch of soundtracks. I'm at the very least, I'm like, I'm at least going to tell this guy, so rad that you bought this cool Randy Newman soundtrack that nobody would, because I've been selling stuff to people that I ain't a fan of. So to have anybody come up and have a Randy Newman CD, it's like, oh, conversation. So that crosses through my head. That's it. Now, an interesting character then comes into this story. Former Fresh Talk guest Shane Mack of the band New Liberty and Solo Shane also works at Salzer's. Shane comes up to the counter and points at the stack of CDs and says, he's like, can you believe it? And I'm like, yeah, dude, that's a shitload of CDs. This guy's going to spend like 200 bucks. He was like, I was like, the guy's still shopping. He's like, Shane goes, vintage Shane Mack goes, <laughs> fuck the discs. That's fill in the blank. Now, Say his name. We'll beep it. Be no, back. no, no. I'll, I'll give you the name at the end because it'll be good. You got it. Because I want to see if you guys pull it out. So, um, so I am oh, we'll stunned <laughs> because I never pull out. Do. Because because of this. You ready? This is the crazy part of the story. I was gonna ask this guy when he came up to the counter. I was gonna be like, "So, man, like I saw those soundtracks. Like, are you into movies?" And he's a major movie star. And I was going to literally be the fucking idiot that says, like, so do you like movies? You know? <laughs> like, oh, my God. So I'm like. But you would have seen his face and known, right? But still, what if I just said it? Like, I'm like, Shane, you are a hero, dude. I was like, thank you so much. But he would have appreciated that, I think. I would have looked like a goob, though. Because my mind starts racing because I'm like, 
I got to make a play here. Like, I got to make a connection. Like, this is opportunity. Like, I have been sent to work at this record store during the holidays to meet. To suck Brad Pitt's cock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Again. Yeah. It's not A-level cock, but it's not B-minus cock either. I mean, it's somewhere in the middle. When- to suck Keanu Re- <laughs> Well, that's a hey, listen. You had a chance to suck once. John Wick's wick. <laughs> um, so, uh, <laughs> so anyway, so I'm panicking. I'm like, oh my god, what am I gonna do? I gotta, I gotta have a connection with this guy. I gotta figure out a way. And I'm like, oh no, I'm working at a record store. Like this isn't like you can't be like I made a movie once. Exactly. This isn't like Chris who made a movie. This isn't like Chris in our freshman. This is Chris with a name tag at a counter at a record store on a Sunday night. I was like, there's no way. So what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? Gentleman comes back to the counter. Okay, and I, I then proceed to start. Taking the CDs out of the keepers, the safety, s- the, the the security, de- the security device on these yeah. CDs, as slow as a human being can take a CD out of a keeper to buy time. I'm like, I gotta buy time. It's probably just how you do it. No, <laughs> that too. So, so I'm talking to this guy, and I'm just so you know, I'm just, hey, what's up, blah blah. Yo, I saw you got this Randy Newman CD. That's so cool. He's like, oh my god. He's like, you know that movie? He's like, that's a great one. Nobody really knows. I'm like, oh, it's one of my favorites. Now here's the catch. Um, I realized that he was a talker. He was cool to talk. He wasn't someone that was going to, you know, like, dude, ring my CDs up. I need to get out of here. Great. So I'm like, I got a window. He's a talker. So I proceed to just start rapping. We're talking about CDs and a Leonard Cohen CD comes up and I'm like, oh my God, Leonard Cohen. It's great. Do you know he has a new CD out? This guy goes, new CD. Uh, he's dead. Now, Leonard Cohen is not dead. He's not dead. No, he's not very <laughs> old. And he, but, but he's also still very prolific. Yeah, very prolific. He is not dead. So I'm like, sir, I was like, he's still alive. He just made a record. He's like, no, no. I, I remember reading about it. He died like two years ago. I'm just like, he's alive. So now I'm thinking, wait a minute. If homeboy, he's the goo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, but wait a minute. If homeboy's rolling with these type of cats like George Carlin, maybe he knows something I don't and Leonard Cohen's dead. So then I start doubting myself. So I'm like, well, you want to bet on it? And he was like, yeah, sure. Let's do it. Gentleman's bet. So he breaks out his phone. At this point, I am now engaged in a bet with this guy, right? So like, I'm, I'm, I'm working it. I'm, I got a little move here. <laughs> so he looks it up. He Wikipedia's the guy and says, oh my God, Leonard Cohen's still alive. He's like, dude, thank you so much for telling me. He scrolls down. Leonard Cohen was the source of a major internet hoax like two years ago, which this guy actually fell for and literally has been thinking that Leonard Cohen's dead, right? So he's like, I can't wait to go home and tell my wife this is great news. He's like, Leonard Cohen's alive, man. He's like, thanks, right? So I'm like, oh, no problem. So, you know, I'm ringing him up. I'm like, sir, it's like, now that I won that bet, you know, can I ask you a movie question? Revealing that I know who he is, but I was cool enough not to make a big deal about it. So he smiles. He's like, dude, no problem. Sounds good. Not Totally cool. So, um, I say, I just made a movie. We're, we're, get, we're wrapping it up. We're working on the music. We're close to having a screening. Which is right, Alston, where his heart drops into his stomach. Oh, exactly, right? <laughs> so, so I'm just like, I was like, you know, I, I wrote the script. I was like, don't worry. I already made it. And he laughed, you know, like, because obviously I'm sure he thought I was going to whip out a script, sure. you know? Oh. And I was like, what do I do once it's done? What do you do with a totally ultra low budget movie? He's like, take it to the film festivals. He was like, just that's where the buyers are. Just any film festival, big or small, that will show that film, you get there and show it. Awesome. Great. Thank you so much for the advice. It's actually not great advice because that works for the type of movies that this guy makes, but for yeah, like cheap not, not a movie like that is more dick jokes per minute than. Yeah. And, and it, like, yeah. 
different market, but great advice. But what about comedy film festivals? Those exist. Yeah, there's a couple out there. There's a couple out there. So great advice, super nice of them. And so he's going through, and he goes on. So I said, he's like, yeah, man. He was like, now this is where Kai's going to get clued into who this is. Um, he's like, yeah, man. He's like, you know, I, he's like making movies. He's like, it's a nightmare. He's like, it's so much work. He was like, I haven't directed a film in like ten years, and I really wanted to transition to directing, but I just got to act because I just it's all these projects fall through and the money's not there. And I'm like, and I'm like, man, but the movie you directed's a great. It's kind of like a cult classic. And he's like, oh, thanks, man. He's like, I just you know, I was. He was like, I was working on another thing. He was like, I was working. You ready for this? He was like, I was working on this project with my partner on the JFK assassination. Now, if there's one thing in this world I know way too much about, it's the JFK assassination. I was at the plate looking for my pitch, and I saw my pitch. (laughs) So I pulled back and got a hold of that fucking ball and cranked it into the outfield. I'm like, JFK assassination? I was like, you know, like – I know a lot about the JFK assassination. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, a lot of people say that, but a lot of people don't. I was like, do you know this, 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 this? And he was like, okay, I'm impressed. He was like, I was like, dude, I was like, it's crazy. There was somebody trying to make a docu. He was saying he doesn't believe in conspiracy at all, right? So he's like, it's total bullshit. Lucky shot. The Warren Report was totally right. And he said that he was like, I was trying to make a a documentary miniseries on HBO with my partner, but you know, the rights got all messed up and it ended up being the movie with Parkland. He's like, they threw the kid from high school musical in it. It just wasn't what we set out to be. So we dropped it. And I was like, I was like, you know, you know who else was trying to do something like that was Tom Hanks. And he goes, yeah, he was like, that was my partner. I was doing that with Tom. And I'm thinking, I get Aaron Goldberg and this guy gets Tom (laughs) Hanks. You know, I'm like, holy shit. Right. So at this point, I was like, sir, you said you wanted some Leonard Bernstein. I was like, you want to go look for some Leonard Bernstein? He's like, yeah, let's do it. So now I am walking through the store rapping about the JFK assassination with this celebrity, so to speak. At this point, who enters, I told you it's a long story, but the payoff's epic. Who then sees this and cannot no longer contain himself? Shane Mack. Shane Mack's in the listening station, and I see him beeline, and I'm thinking, don't you do it. Back off. You don't know what's happening here. I'm not trying to get a pick. I was like, I'm broing down. I'm broing down. Mack comes up and says, hey, man, dude, oh, yeah, he's got taken care of great. Oh, he's a good guy pointing to me, to him, you know. know, And then he goes, don't worry, man. We know who you are. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, please. And like, I immediately like, hey, let's find that Leonard Bernstein. Shane was really, really, really being cool. But we all know how that works, you know? Like, you know? So anyway, we walk, we talk, we go back. I fast forward. We go back to the counter. We had this great conversation. I'm like, sir, I just threw it out there, dude. I had to. I was like, we need somebody to do a baseball announcer voice for like two lines in our movie. I was like, I know it's a long shot, but can I get in touch with your agent and at least ask him? And this guy, to his credit, this is how he blew me off. So cool. He sat there and thought about it for a second and said, you know what? I'm not right for that. I have a bit of an accent. I'm probably not the right guy. Um, But thanks for asking. And I thought that was a real classy way because he could have easily been like, no, you know, but he didn't do it. He actually pretended like, or maybe he did think about it, but he goes, I do have a friend that does a lot of baseball games. He was like, he'd be great for this. He'd be great. Give me your information and I'll have him get in touch with you. And I'm like, this is too cool. I was like, this is too cool. The guy, what? I just told you, what a nice guy. I'm like, great, no problem, sounds good. So I'm bringing the guy up, all, all's well. And I, um, 
uh, I then go, I was like, well, do you live in the area? And he's like, well, yeah, I live in, you know, I live in this. I live in Ohio. I live in Ohio. Yeah, so of, course of course he does. That's where they all live. You got it. I live in Ohio. And I was like, well, you know, I was like, can I invite you to the premiere when we have it next year? I was like, well, you think you want to come, you know, check it out? And he goes, and again, could be total bullshit, but he goes to me and says, he's like, dude, he's like, if my wife and I are in town, he's like, I'll be there. I'll come down and support you. He's like, get me your information so I at least know about it, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no problem. So I'm thinking, this is great. Totally cool. The girl at the cash register next to me has no idea who he is. There is a line to the door that I have completely (laughs) abandoned. She's looking at me like I am fucking the worst employee of all time, right? I don't give a shit. You know, I just totally (laughs) broke down. So I fucking give him my business card. He's like, great, man. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure meeting you. Sounds good. He rolls. I am on cloud nine. Like I just met somebody, an actor, and um, here, here are the keys to figuring out who this is. Number one, he's in one of my favorite movies of all time. If you know me, it's one of my top tens. Number two, I'm not going to give away, he is in one of the biggest films ever. And it's not an exaggeration when I say that. Literally, probably, if not top, I don't want to give away the top. One of the biggest grossing films of all time. So he's in one of my favorite movies. He's in another movie that's one of the biggest movies of all time. And he's had a long career. Those are the three things that I'm going to give you. A long and varied career. A little bit of TV, movies, been around for a, a while. Okay, those are the hints. Guy leaves. Life is good. I'm freaking out. I don't think he'll ever get in touch with me. Maybe he will. Maybe he'll actually give me his buddies. Maybe it's his trash man and he, this guy does a baseball announcer, but hey, whatever, right? Okay? Things take a turn for the worse as bad as they can go. He's gone. Next customer comes up. I ring him up. I'm just on cloud nine, not paying attention. Fucking the other guy at the counter turns to me. He's like, holy shit, man. He's like, holy shit, dude. He's like, I'm fucking freaking out, man. He's holding one of his flicks because he wanted to get an auto, but he was like, I couldn't. He was like, you were blowing too hard. He was like, I've never seen anything like it, right? <laughs> so I'm just like, hey, ain't nothing but a thing, G. You know, it's all good. <laughs> so the guy gives me his credit card to ring him up. And I'm like, hey, I'm like, hey, dude, no, 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 you already gave me your card. I've got it right here. Oh, my God, I stole his card. Oh, I shit. Give him his credit card back. I was so fucking stoked that I gave him my business card instead of his credit card. <laughs> I am holding on to the dude's fucking card, man. Oh my, my fucking heart drops in my stomach because I'm thinking a couple things. I'm like, I'm thinking holy shit, this guy's going to get on the road or wake up tomorrow and not have his card and he's going to think, he's going to remember that record store clerk that was probably running a fucking scam to steal (laughs) his credit card. And let's face it, this is the type of card, this isn't like stealing one of our cards. When you just revealed that point, I thought that was exactly what you were doing. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like, like you know this isn't like oh I got I thought Dan- I wasn't giving you enough credit it's not like I got Dan's card I can go to Tommy Burger fucking get some Once. stuff at Fry's and it dies this is a card that like okay I'm quitting the record store and I'm gonna go on a spree and see how long it lasts I'm gonna go buy Mexico so I turn to the girl next to me who is still furious at me that there's a massive line and say I gotta go find this guy's card I then leave the store, run out. I am stopping every car that's getting out of the parking lot it's jamming I'm looking in windows he's gone He's gone. 
I'm holding his card, sitting in the freaking parking lot, thinking I just totally blew this epic once in a lifetime bro down because this guy's gonna be freaked out. He's gonna be a little weird. Like, dude, it's too weird that I fucking bro down with a guy at a record store and suddenly I don't have my card. Like, it would just look scammy, right. you know, because I was knowing stuff that like he shouldn't know, like enough to make friends with him. I go back, I'm dejected, I'm like, I totally ruined it. Fuck, man. You know, I give the card to the manager, like, this guy left his card, and the guy looks at the card he's like what the fuck like that dude i'm like yeah i'm sorry you know and i go back to the register ringing people up i'm just like i just ruined him fucking stupid stupid j-man you know like (laughs) and i'm like so i'm sitting there and uh about 20 minutes later my phone buzzes and you can't answer your phone it's solves a big no-no you know phone buzzes again so it's a call it's not a text message and i think to myself no. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I got to look. I mean, what? Pull my phone out of my pocket, and it's a number without a name. There's no name on this number. It's just blocked? No, it's the full phone number, but it's not oh, a number yeah. I recognize. Yeah, anybody. I mean, everybody on my phone has, you know, whatever. Yeah. I'm like, I got to answer and this. Is it a, is it, it's a local number? It's 805. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I've got to answer this because if I let it go to voicemail, and it's that dude, I will never, ever forgive myself. So I turn to the girl next to me. I'm like, I have a family emergency. I need to take a call. She, at this point, is like, yo, what's going on? You know, because I've literally abandoned the line, left the store. No, I'm going to take this call. I take the call. And on the other line, and I'm, this is where you have to beep, John, because the listener can't know. I'm sorry, dear listener. If you figure it out, I will, I will write you back and say you're correct. Yeah, is this Chris J.? I'm like, yeah, this is Chris. Hey, it's Bill Paxton. I knew it. <laughs> it's Bill knew Paxton. It. Beep, beep. Um, I think I just left my credit card at the store. I was like, Bill, I got it. It's all good. Everything's cool. We got it waiting for you. It's in the safe. You're fine. He's like, oh, thanks so much, man. I'll be back in 15 minutes. 15 minutes later, he comes strolling in. What's up, man? Shakes my hand. I'm like, oh, here, the guy's got your card over there. He's like, oh, thank you so much. And then he's like, hey, dude, he's like, you got my number now, so uh, let's stay in touch. I'm like, hey, no problem. Absolute pleasure. Uh, playing it all cool. The guy in line behind me goes, you fucking know Bill Baxter? <laughs> <laughs> like, he runs out for an auto after him. And that is my story of how I met that guy beep, beep, beep. Beep. at Salzer's. <laughs> Oh, I can't even say that. Never yeah, mind. yeah. I'll so I, I think we've all met him at Salzers, also. By the exactly, way, exactly, <laughs> exactly. He is a longtime Salzers guy, and that's why because Kai told me that he had met him before. But I had to, dude. It, oh, you did? Yeah, did yeah. you really? So yeah. they, they and so, he's, he's really fucking cool. Yeah, they said he comes cool. in around Christmas. They said there's about once a year sighting of him around Christmas he, time. He wanted I, when I rang him up when I was at Salzers. He wanted a special order or something because we didn't have it. So I'm like typing in his phone number. I'm like taking all this information down. And I was like, I'm just typing this guy's information. Yeah, into awesome. It was pretty cool. Yeah. It was I super saw him. He was cool. with his whole family in the middle of the day. No kidding. Just huh? hanging, and there was nobody else in the store. And he was just hanging the fuck out, hanging out with Frank Brahas, and I just talking, being cool. Of course cool. he was. And it was it was before, fuck, I can't say the name of the movie, but one of his movies came out, and he was like, "I'm telling you, you got to see it." It's, you it's told fun. me it's, about. It's actually that. really yeah. good. And I actually was like, "All right, I promise you, I'll go see it." And I did, and it was actually really good. Yeah. And I I thought it was going to be absolute shit, and yeah. it was not. It was. And good. he was such a nice person, yeah. and for whatever it was, it made my holidays. He treated me with such respect and was so friendly. But it was one of those moments where you're just literally, it's not bullshit. You're like making friends with a stranger, and I'm thinking like. 
holy shit, holy shit, this is fucked up. And he was so cool. But pretty cool story, huh? I yeah. mean, it was long, but it was pretty epic. I yeah, stole his credit cool. card. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> to become his friend. Yes, to become his friend. Where are our yeah. Christmas presents? Yeah, that's totally like the that's totally the line under the box when they make a movie about that. Like, to become friends, first he must steal his credit card. You know what I mean? It's so. just you two. Yeah. It's like when like a girl a monkey. It's like when a girl leaves stuff at your house so she has to come back. Right. Kind of what J Man pulled. <laughs> Yeah, I left in, the book back. I was yeah. responding with that with like, no, that's not, you didn't leave that here. I don't see that. You're what? No. Yeah. no. I, <laughs> I left the book bag in a girl's car once fr- on a date. Consult my friend EJ Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> He's got it for you. Yes. So that's my epic tale of bonding with a celebrity. So whether or not he ever calls me, we'll see. But you know goddamn well I will call his ass before that premiere. Oh, I do. There's no question Little. about it. Whenever that movie gets showed in Ventura, he gets a call. Oh, and could yeah. you imagine people tripping out? Just tripping out, dude, if he rolled up. Little does know? he know the mistake he just made by calling you. Yeah, right. totally. <laughs> that's why I don't want to drop that's the, the other name. Because the last thing I need is some asshole to fucking follow him on fucking social media. And like, hey, did you hear that story? The guy wearing Mr. Show shit. I'm sure he's heard a thousand pod- of those. Check out this podcast. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. So you got to keep it on the DL. You should so. get him on. Yeah. Oh, that's not a bad idea, too. If you he st- turns down the premiere, All right. I will invite him on the podcast. Fair. You stole his credit card. You know he already changed his number, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, totally. But he could have called the store. He could have blocked it. I mean, it was pretty cool. And he acknowledged that I had the number. And I haven't called him. And I've wanted to. A lot. <laughs> All the time. I think hey, I've been Googling pictures Chris. of him. <laughs> Can we talk for a minute? Totally. I know it's two in the morning, but I'm, just, I'm not tired. Yeah, Can I just totally. talk on my drive I've home? I've been Googling shirtless. Beep. Mm-hmm. Where would you put him on the celebrity scale, just so the listener knows? I mean, he's not B. B. No. But in A-list stuff. He's a high B. High B. He's a B+. plus. I mean, he's been in some of the biggest. He was. He's been not in now, some of the maybe. biggest movies of all time. I know yeah, that sounds crazy. He has. Always a supporting role, though, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. except for the one with the... Oh, right. <laughs> oh yeah, that's whatever that. the fuck that was. Yeah. yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, Great. But, but fuck Titanic. <laughs> you got to beat that. <laughs> <laughs> can't do it. Can't, can't risk it. Uh, well, that's my story. I feel like I've contributed because I know the topic... I ain't got a lot of knowledge. If is it still the topic? It's yeah. still the topic. You had a lot okay. of time to prepare. Okay. Okay. I mean, you know, a big part of the reason we brought Jacqueline in. Is I was like, if that's not the topic, then I need to leave. <laughs> By the way, topic has changed. <laughs> yes, yes. So, so we're drop the, the hammer on this bad yeah. boy. There are no no uh, no segments this week because there's nothing segment worthy because it's a dead week in America. And one of the highest rated episodes of Fresh Talk, correct me if I'm wrong, Dan, was our trip down memory lane in Super Mario Brothers. It's my it favorite was. episode. I, I have to relook the numbers up because we've had some good ones in the past yeah. couple of People weeks. People like when yeah, we N- talk video Nintendo games. was big. Super Mario Brothers has been big. So Castle Solomite was huge. Yeah, Castle Solomite was huge. So now we're going to take this down. So is Castlevania. <laughs> down a similar route. Yes. We're going to discuss, in my less than humble opinion, the greatest video game series that has ever graced it is. video game. Oh. It is. <laughs> throwing it out there. Street Fighter? The Legend of Zelda. Oh. Legend nice. of Zelda. Q Ocarina music. Well, <laughs> I mean, where does one begin? I mean, you guys just run with it. Well, it begins at the beginning. I can, I can hang for two games, and then you guys have to carry it. So we begin with 8-bit. We've talked about this a little bit. Yes. Nintendo Entertainment System. Talking mid-80s. Comes the golden cartridge, the golden god, the Legend of Zelda. It was actually gold. The original. Was the original one gold? Oh, yeah. Yes. I mean, it was painted. Actual right? cartridge. It was like a <laughs> 24 <chrome>. carat. <laughs> shiny chrome gold. The actual cartridge. Not a. Would you say the biggest Nintendo game of all time? Probably no, that's Mario. That's, that's Mario. definitely Mario. But Zelda's got to be a, <laughs> it's a, number two. Second, but, for but sure. The best. 
But yeah. it's Mario so, versus Link. I mean, in the grand scheme of Nintendo, those are the two icons, right? Oh, kind of franchises. But yeah. Mario's like the pop whore, and Link's like the tortured artist. Oh, I got one for you. Ready? Uh, I would say Mario is the Hogan, but Link is the Flair. No, Link's the warrior. No. Yeah, because he's dark. But he crashed and burned. He kept going. Wrestling. Okay. I, don't, I don't get it either. I'm talking about the popularity. The popularity. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Maybe. So if Mario is the Mario's Rock, definitely the Hogan. <laughs> who is Vin Diesel? <laughs> a Rock? Oh. Hey, oh, he's a Rock. Like, I get it. He's like Mega Man. Ooh, Mega Man's fucking amazing. Great. Yeah, Mega Fuck Man's really good. Great games. So Zelda. Anyway. Basically, you want to give us the lowdown? It changed, exactly. it changed I mean, things. Right? No, no, it changed a lot of things. It changed things. It was the, we've talked about this. It was the first colored cartridge. Yes. So it was, it was fucking gold instead of like shiny gold. Plastic it, it broke the race barrier. And it was the Jackie Robinson of games. It was. And still to this day, there were only two, well, besides the Bible games, there were only two gold games. And when I look at my giant games, there's fucking Zelda and Adventures of Link that jump out. Like I, I know them. You can see them from across the room. It's brilliant. But it was how the game was moved am i right in saying that how how it was how the game was played it, it was, was the music it was yeah. the character it, it was yeah. yeah large massive map first game that you could save we, the first game you could save it was the first game that had a battery ever. in the cartridge ever that you could really? actually save your progress so up until that point games would have like a code you'd get to a certain point and be like okay this is your save you beat code. this level here's a code that gets you back to the same you have to type point. it in when you want to continue on and god forbid you write like oh. a lowercase b when it's meant to yeah. be a, or it's, a, it's yeah. a fucking oh, five and not okay. an s yeah. or some bullshit like that you could this save. game that you was, could actually save there were three save, save slots it. you could save your game and it was your revolutionary. exact progress Any, was, as long as you hit a save point that was the was, beginning of what we now know of guys playing yes. games it was like also, you did. it was also the first if you don't count ET which no one does hmm. on Atari the first basically open map game where there was no set path you could kind of do what you wanted to how do how would you describe open map to somebody that doesn't that doesn't make sense Grand Theft Auto yeah, so, yeah uh, most, so most games are linear in terms of you go from point A to point B like Mario and you can really, side scroller if you're side scroller if you're going from, from the left screen to the right screen the only variable you have is up and down because everything is constant forward motion yeah. this was a game that was t- a, a view, a top view so you're looking down on the character sh- from straight above the character mm. so you're looking straight down from the main character as if you're a cloud and you are fo- this, this character can go anywhere uh-huh. you have a you have a very large map that you and that blew people's minds and you could just and you you weren't told anything you just start this game and you're on this map and you just have to fucking wander and figure out what you need to do so there were puzzles there was thinking there was it was outside of the box it wasn't just a was left secrets. to right Hit the flag, game's over, level two. And you this, weren't like restricted on where you could go either. You could yeah. go literally anywhere to any temple to start. You have to figure it out. There were no yeah. levels in terms of there was and no. And you could conceivably just play and play and play. If yes. you wanted to just go around in a goddamn circle and find nothing, you well, could Well, yeah, and even after hours. you beat the games, you can go back and still continue to play. But you could beat the game where meaning you, you <clears throat> defeat all of the bosses of all of the temples, or you could go and get every heart piece. There was such a variable. Everything was a variable. It, it was incredible. And so, so basically the premise of this is you're this guy named Link and you, you have to, you're in a land called Hyrule and you're rescuing a princess named Zelda, which is essentially the premise of the majority of the 17 games in this That's series. Yeah. unbelievable that there are that many. There are so many. So it's, it's one of Nintendo's flagships, essentially. There's, they do Mario, then they tend to do Zelda, then they tend to do Metroid. Those are like their th- big three. But they, even haven't, they haven't done a Metroid in a very long time still, true. so... Well, you get you know what's interesting about that game though. When I remember when that 
took because when we were kids, it would like those games would take storm. Like you know when Nintendo first hit, and we're probably a l- little older than you, but like when it hit, there would be a game that would be the game. And when everybody yeah. got the system, it was Super Mario Brothers, and that was everyone was obsessed with. Because it. that came that comes with every system. So when you buy a new system, half of it is being obsessed with the new technology, and half of it is that's the only fucking game you have. But I remember when Zelda hit. Um, being a kid, and and this is almost blasphemy, but I didn't like Zelda because I had a serious beef with it. When we would have sleepovers, I'm sure you guys can relate to this, but other games, you kind of died quick, and then you would take turns. Sure. It's your turn now. You would pass the paddle. You could do life or level. With Zelda, there would always be some motherfucker that would be on there for like 45 minutes before they died and you got your chance to do it. Yeah, it's absolutely not a social game. No, no, You don't no, play no, that no. with it, friends. It was, but there would be the one kid that would be get probably the Dan of the bunch that was better than everybody else. Sorry. So therefore, <laughs> he would last forever on it and everybody would just be so frustrated. And I remember there was a, my good friend Lance Bowman was, was notorious for when he got that damn Zelda paddle, you knew you weren't going to get it for like an hour i mean but that's also your guys fault for playing that at a part that's not a party game it's yeah. not yeah. it's a at home by yourself but it took people a while to figure that out is what i'm saying like when it first hit it was like this but that's how i knew it was different all the scroll stuff at you're party, talking you about play kickball you don't play chess <laughs> you play you fucking know, like, russian attack yeah, yeah. duck hunt exactly exactly but, but when i was a kid i didn't register all the stuff you guys talked about how different it was the saving of it and the, the view of it i'm just thinking there's something in my young mind there's something different about this game because you can play it for fucking ever. The and I never was, get the paddle. Exactly. You didn't get to play it. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly what it was. Maybe you should have just been better at video games. It, but in some ways, that was the end of my love affair with video games. Because now there were games that you guys were clearly better at. Like, I could beat Super Mario, but I could never fucking beat Zelda. And with Super Mario, it was, again, a linear world. Where you're, you're going, you're in one level of one world. And so if you're in a, a water world... You're in a water world. If you're in an ice world, you're in an ice world. If you're in a fire world, a dungeon, whatever, that's the whole level. Yeah, until, Zelda, until the end. You are going through all of these different terrains. You're, every part of the map is geographically different. And you get to that part of the world to only to find the temple, which then takes you to an entire new type of gameplay, which is the temple. It's a maze of puzzles to get through it to get the two things the treasure and to beat the boss to get the heart piece and to clear that temple. And it's all centered around a, th- a three points of energy called the Triforce, which is... I mean, it's kind of like... was It's not the first RPG, but that... Right? But that's the it's basis not, of an it, it RPG. It really. was RPG adventure. It was an adventure yeah, game. it's an adventure okay. game. It wasn't quite an RPG. It, yeah. It, RPG came out of adventure games yes. and Dungeons yeah. & Dragons. It's kind of like a <laughs> combo of the two. But it's... But that premise ushered in a whole new way of making yeah. video games, right? Yes. Yeah, I mean, there were there was like Ultima and stuff, but that was in computer land. And, yeah, yeah. And, and it was Fantasy also for later. N- Ultima was for Nintendo, too. Yeah. And But then, so Zelda comes out, changes everything. Is it the most important game of all time? If you think Super Mario Brothers is the biggest Nintendo uh. game. But Super Mario was just as important yeah. in a different way. Yeah, but from what you guys are saying, I mean, like, that's so much more... Well, important to a different crowd. Yeah. I mean, yeah. To that style of game, absolutely. It sort of fathered it, but yeah, you know, it's it's the the like the litmus that all of those type of games are. Well, it's cool, but it's no Zelda. That's yeah. constantly a phrase that's uttered amongst nerds. Just like, got to get James Cameron to raise the bar again. And, <laughs> oh, 
James Cameron makes a Zelda movie in the world of the ground. I actually think Nintendo is finally willing to give up rights to make movies. Really? Finally. They stopped after the Mario Brothers well, movie. Makes sense. But, yeah, I, mean, I can't wait for Duck. Well, I like you, know, you know why they're okay now? Because Dennis Hopper's dead. He can't fuck <laughs> so now, I'm Captain curious Lou to see if they'll now. actually make a Zelda movie or not. Captain that was a cartoon. Yeah, it's it. All right. We got a lot of um, ground to cover. Yeah, so. so they do the first one. Huge success. Changes everything. Changes the way... People are starting to think about video games now. Like again, it's not just now a side scroller. It's not just it's not just a, a a top to bottom, front to back. It's not just a singular directional game. It's this is a wide open. Space. Every it's the Sergeant Pepper of video games. Absolutely fair. And so then, Nintendo decides to do what they exactly what they did with Mario Brothers and go. We need to make a sequel. This made a bunch of money. Let's make a sequel. One of the first sequels. Well, but just like Mario Brothers, mm-hmm. that you know, we're gonna we need to, we just basically Mario Brothers two made a bunch of money and and was different was and weird compared to Mario weird. one. So what they're gonna do is like, okay, everything you know about Zelda now, we're gonna go completely and they changed flip it mode completely all of it. Now, not top view, it's now side scrolling mostly, mostly side scrolling. I feel like there was a backlash. They changed. There was. They just like Mario two. The the bad. So you're you're Zelda. You're in Hyrule. You're saving Prince, or you're, sorry, you're Link. You're in Hyrule. You're saving Princess Zelda. There was even a thing with the first one where if you entered your name as Link, you got a whole yeah. different version of the game oh, just the by code. it because you could enter your the own codes. name. So not only could you save it, but you could save you are a character. So like you could be running around there and anybody you would interact with would be like, "Hello, Kai. Thank you for entering my village, Kai." And I'd be like, "Oh, this like nobody. I have the weirdest name of all time. I never even can find the nameplate in a Toys R Us with my name on it. And this <laughs> this fucking goblin knows my name or this little blob. So, but if you made it Link, which was his actual name, it gave you it. So you basically weird, and that's what, the end. That's the story of Kai's first friend. That's <laughs> oh, true. My first friend was a blob. And did you always use your first name, or did you ever try? I mean, I'm a girl, right? And I play as a boy. So I always used Link Interesting. as my name. I only did that after I learned the secret. I, I always, because I was like, well, what's your name? Well, my name is Kai. And then I, because I didn't realize it first. And then all of a sudden, like, well, everybody's calling me Kai. And Link uh. himself is dressed like a fucking elf, right? I mean, he looks like Santa's helper. He's, 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 he's Kokiri. Yeah, exactly. Ah, he's what? <laughs> Kokiri. That's his, that's his race. That's his race. But it's, it's elfish I'm in appearance. Oh, that is deep. It's not, it's not that deep. You learn that when you get to the... It's like watching Gardens of Galaxy. Ocarina like, oh, the Kree, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you get that uh, about two platforms later. Don't worry about like it. Like I said, well, we'll poor little J-Man's still stuck on level one because Lance <laughs> Bowman won't give him the fucking paddle. Poor so. little J-Man still can't find a temple. Yeah, so that's kind of like where I left, and that's in the <laughs> wait, East... I, wait, I have to burn a bush? Yeah, but in the East Coast culture, and we've talked about this, Dan so brought biblical. this to my attention a long time ago, that East Coast seemed to be so heavy on sports games. Yes. Like, my friends, would, like, after Zelda, there was this movement, like kind of like when we got to junior high. When tecmo the, Bowl. When, yeah, when Genesis started coming. Yeah, did, do love Tecmo Bowl and Super Tecmo. It was Joe Montana football, and it was <laughs> Tecmo ball. I think the RBI's only time of, you know, that I've ever played Madden was with a bunch of people from New Jersey. So, mm-hmm. oh, that's, yeah, <laughs> weird. But that's even late. That's into the PS2 stuff. I mean, that sports game started getting to the point where they were playable. Madden and, started on Genesis. Did the Madden games? It, yeah. it did. Yeah, yeah it but did. all the EA sports games, that kind of took over. I prefer Road Rash. Also, I just want to point out that I came second in that tournament without ever playing Madden before because I played it just as a regular RPG. That's how shitty football is. <laughs> I know. And played. I was like, I just beat a bunch of bros <laughs> at their stupid sports <laughs> they ball were game. so pissed off. So. They really they were. were. New Jersey pissed off. Especially yeah. when you started talking in Link's language, you know? Like, yeah. Well, he doesn't have that, yeah, but... He speaks English. <laughs> like 
Listen. Hey. <laughs> hey. Listen. Okay. So after the second one comes out, second one comes out, goes slip mode, and and it creates a huge schism among Zelda fans. Some, it's their favorite. Most of us, myself included, eh. I really you, enjoyed it. So you love it. I did. I really liked it. It was very different, but it was a nice change for me. And again, this is where I stopped. I didn't play any more Zelda games after this, but it was lots of fun. I played a lot with Aaron. We played that a lot in junior high. Oh, yeah. Wait. So I was, I was also saying earlier, so you're, you're, you're a man named Zelda in a land called Hyrule. You're a man, named Link. Link. a man named Link. You should be punched in the face should, right now for calling yourself a fan. You're a man named Link in a land called Hyrule, saving a princess <laughs> named Zelda from a fucking Ganon. evil wizard named Ganondorf. This is the premise of the first one. Second one, remote changes all of that, all of it essentially, except for Link. You're now you're still Link, but the rest of it's Ganon's gone. You're fucking everything's fucked. You're you're hopping. You can't <laughs> jump for shit. Mm-hmm. You're now you're now like the worst Mario of all time. You can only shoot your stupid fucking sword forward. They so did. when things fall from the sky, they murder you instantly. So be, was there a big backlash Huge against the backlash. second? It was Huge. kind of emerging though of Mario and, and Zelda. It was. And I never thought of it that so way. So where did that sit, where did it get on track and turn into a legendary series? Super Nintendo. Or Green of Time. No. I it was way Super, later. No, Super Nintendo. That's where it began though. Yeah. Because then so that's then, where the game So changed. that game is questionable and, and half the crowd are completely on board and think it's now the greatest series of all time. Half the people are like, oh, that first one's great, but the fuck that second one. And then Super Nintendo comes out, and they launch the Mario. It's great. Everything's bigger. The graphics are better. Quite a ways into Super Nintendo, like maybe six months or a year into Super Nintendo being alive, out comes A Link to the Past, which in my humble opinion, again, less than humble, is that's, that is my favorite Zelda game. I have beaten it more times than I've done probably anything else in my life. Uh, it's. I could sit down right now. Is it your and go favorite through. game ever? Yes, without a doubt. It's your favorite game ever. Unquestionably, the one that, that you're talking you. about right now. Yeah, yeah. A link to the past, link the, the Super past. Nintendo, and that. What number is that? If I'm counting three. Oh, the third. Well, the third. There's Zelda. there's a lot of them because was they they came out. Between yeah, absolutely. There was Game Boy game that came out Which in like. I don't Awakening. count those Game Boy. The game Boy games so. called Link's Awakening. Back then they counted though. They did count. The newer ones don't. And the Game Boy game was sort of a half-assed version of. Ever. The Super Nintendo game. Similar graphics, similar gameplay. I think they were just testing to see if they, they could make of, it a Game yeah, Boy game. Similar engine. Now, is that one you're talking about? Because I do not know a lot about The Legend of Zelda. Is that a historic game like the first one? Is that kind of like what it kind of sealed yes. the franchise to keep moving into all these different... Yes. Which link to the past? Back, yeah. yeah. They went back to the true. You're so now, people love that one. You're now, you're now a man named Link in a land called Hyrule saving a princess named Zelda from a wizard named Ganondorf. And you're in... You, it's top few... Again, mostly all, I think, in that game, actually. I think it's the only one that doesn't ever go side-scrolling. One of the only ones. And it's all top view, and it's just... But the world is so big. You have to do the whole thing, and then you get sucked into this and other... This is on Super NES. Yes. Yes. So, so, you, so did Link overtake Mario in terms of Super NES? Still no. a different type of kid. No, okay. it's it's two different This isn't a competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's two different types of kids. At no point, I don't think Link was ever a better seller than Mario, but because Mario came with these systems, yeah. right? And it became, it became with, certainly with Wii, but I believe also with Nintendo 64 became something where the kids that grew up on Nintendo eventually grew up. And they eventually got into... Sega started making more violent games. Well, that's why I was saying that Ocarina of Time is so important. Yeah. Because it draws all those people back. Exactly. 
that's the first time that I think a game caused a generation to buy a system. Because I think yeah. that, that with Genesis and Super Nintendo, as the kids that grew up with Nintendo started to get older, Nintendo said, we're only doing family-friendly games. They stuck by that. And Genesis was like, fuck that. We're going to give you Mortal Kombat where you can do with all the, the fatalities. With the blood. And blood. So there was a huge schism then, and a lot of people sided with Sega, which then led to Dreamcast, which then led to which, PlayStation. Which died. But it was the same sort of kid. It was like sure. the person that wanted something a little more. And when then next level is Nintendo 64 comes out, and Ocarina of Time comes out. That's the first time that all these kids that kind of had abandoned Nintendo, as now we're all in high school at this point, are like... Except me. <laughs> but the, the, the youngest Nintendo... Game, wasn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah, it was. The youngest Nintendo generation... Get off my lawn! <laughs> ...are like, all right, we are going to... I, I didn't have a Nintendo 64 at that point. I had gone... Dreamcast, I think. Would that Whoa. be the competition? Was that the competition? I was saying, it was yeah. probably Dreamcast, uh, no, which was a terrible console, by the way. I know, but I was going for Sega because I was like, I yeah. wanted the. And that was yeah. Dreamcast was that time. And, the, and, and when the CD Four first came out, the games weren't all that exciting. The Mario game was cool. The Star Fox Star game Fox was cool, game was amazing. But the other ones, the like the non Nintendo games, like yeah, N sixty four was a, it whack. was kind of a weird console that way. And so. All of a sudden, Ocarina of Time comes out, and that's a thing where, like, a person like myself and a, and lots of people in the same situation it's are like probably the most life changing game ever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> all right, which one? Ocarina, Ocarina of Time. Ocarina of Time. So it, we're, we're way out of this. Gym, all yeah. these people who had not at that point been interested in Nintendo sixty four, and it felt like now Nintendo was a thing for kids, and these other consoles were like, we're like, you know, it's you're fucking fourteen, fifteen years old, and you think like, I I'm an adult now, like I know what's right, like this is for kids. I bought Nintendo 64 just for Ocarina of Time. You and everybody else. And, and everybody it bridged else. a generation gap <laughs> as well. And, and most of us have never gone back since and realized, like, yeah. God damn it, Nintendo is not a kid's game. Those games, they're just great. I mean, that's the first game I played. They're like the Disney of, or like Pixar of game consoles. Yeah, that's the first game I played and then had to go back and replay all these other ones that I missed. Oh, but so good. Yeah. So what did you think of the second of... of like See, I think I just am biased because I loved Ocarina of Time so much that I went back and played them, and I was like, "These are all so amazing! Like, what what's taken me so long?" You know. And much like the Mario, with each one of these, the world gets bigger. Yeah. The tasks get more. Everything gets more complex. The puzzles become. I mean, there are, there are moments in those games that you spend hours just trying to figure out how to open a fucking door to get into it. Yeah, a, ridiculous. A, and it's, but it's brilliant. I don't know if you've played Skyward Sword. Oh, have I? But Front that was back. like my biggest problem. Is, just making up words now? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, my biggest problem was figuring out how to get into the temples half the time. It's yeah. like, find these 15 keys. And I'm like, where's number 15? Oh, where God. is it? Wait, it's under that rock. <sighs> it was right next to me the whole time. Uh, Bastards. But even, even I found that even in... In where they really started instituting that, I mean, obviously they've done always, but I remember one of the first temples in Link to the Past is where you go up and you have to get bananas and then eventually coax this fucking monkey with these bananas. I had no what? idea where to. Yeah, to well, I mean, that's bananas. a common theme in all of them, right? Yeah. Cross, like, crossover, like Monkey Island? Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> and to, but to get You're always having so to please people to get shit done. Yeah. Like and in anytime those games. anybody asks you to do anything for them in those games, 
abs and you can be like yes or no help this person you always, always help them say you yes not, you're gonna get butt fuck later even if you help them and it takes you three hours and all they give you some stupid fucking seeds that mean nothing those <laughs> seeds are gonna save your life one day yeah it's sort of a metaphor for life <laughs> carries through every game therefore yeah. after it's yeah. the ultimate butterfly effect the metaphor for life is if you don't give seeds to the monkeys on the island, they will butt fuck you. <laughs> yes. Basically. Exactly. Yeah. Unless that's what you want, so then don't give them. But extrapolate that. Make that work into your life. <laughs> no, no, no. We can't have these seeds. <laughs> so, if you don't give the monkeys the seeds, they will give you their seed. <laughs> so, there we go. In a, in a very violent way. Monkey so seed, through- monkey don't. <laughs> don't do that. Monkey seed, monkey doo doo. <laughs> We've gone through Ocarina. We've gone through sword, yes. something or other. No, Skyward, no. Sword. Skyward Sword. Okay. Skyward Sword's way That's why I jumped ahead. Oh. Okay. So a lot. comes out, changes absolutely everything. Yeah. Brings all of these people back that are now. That's the most important game of my whole entire life. Teenagers. So you're saying the key to the whole Legend of Zelda series is they they keep reinventing it. Like they yeah. bring yeah. new generations yes. in where other games and they don't release that game until they know it's perfect. Yeah. That's it's skipped. And they know the platform is. Perfect. Yeah. They wait for the platform to be developed. Yes. Like okay, this is everything this platform can do. Let's so the second they announce a Zelda game, you're like, oh fuck, I need to go buy the is system that how it now. Is now. I mean, oh, yeah. there's people that yeah. are just straight up. Yeah. So I play they Zelda they just recently out. they Jacqueline just is one of them. They yeah. just. I play other things too. <laughs> no, but like when you, you like that, no, is no. A, that is a, no, but yeah. here's a good example. Um, I've had a Wii U f- since it came out, but they just announced, uh, Wii Wii myself. <laughs> oh, oh, do you? <laughs> I couldn't tell. Um, <laughs> I've had a Wii U for a while, but they just announced a new Zelda game is getting ready to come out on Wii U. And everybody now is like, Oh shit. And I guess I, I should buy one. And now. I don't have a Wii U, uh, but I'm. Buying are you going one now to buy one? Game. Yeah, and Case. which is why I bought a Wii. Case in point. In the first place. Yeah. Do, are hardcore Zelda fans? Is there a name for them? I don't think so. Huh? I mean, probably. Yeah, like, like furries or bronies or Zelda. I'm going or... to punch you in the face. But, but the, the term is. <laughs> I was, I was looking for something analogous. Awesomes. But, yeah. do you, but do you meet people that are like, that's my game? That's my number one game? I play. Rarely. Well, here, no, I don't think that you do. No, because like, you meet like, like Owen's kid. He plays the um the, the shooter game. Call, Call of Duty, Duty, yeah. Yeah, like he's do a they Call have of a Duty name? guy. He plays everyone. When it comes out, he goes to yeah. the store. I think that people that play Zelda have been playing Zelda for a really fucking long time. Mm-hmm. So, and you play them all. Yeah. They're a lifetimer. Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. all... uh, the Wii U, that's the new incarnation of the Wii or? Yeah. It comes with like a frisbee yeah. and you look at it. It's kind of this weird thing. Dan hates the Wii U uh, and I don't know why because he's never even played it. So I think he just like it was Wii U. <laughs> just reminds him what of I Pao. do. Jacko, what systems do you own right now? What just happened? Her name is Jacko. I'm calling her Jacko. All right. This is radio. You I thought that was a cool nickname. You can have fun names. Like, hey, hey, fuck, man. It was a cool Jacob. nickname when uh, Michael Jackson was raping a bunch of little kids, too. Hey, Jacko. I didn't call you Wacko, Jacko. <laughs> I was thinking more like a hip-hop thing, like Jack-O. Hey, Jacqueline. Jaqueline. 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 Peel. Great. All right. Chiz, what did you want to know? What systems do you want? Just call I own a PlayStation 3 and a Wii U. That's Jeez. what you play? And yeah. what do you have, Dan? I have a PlayStation 3 and a computer. Mm. Kai, what do you have? I've got Wii. <laughs> You've got them all. <laughs> I've got... Oh, yeah. So I've got... I'll tell you this. Go from newest to oldest. How the fuck do you work, play video games, read as much as you do, and know all the books that come? Cultured. He He's cultured. I'm a, I'm a renaissance <laughs> man. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> you asked for that. Uh, I, <laughs> I, have True, a Wii, you did. I have a Wii. I have an Xbox 360. 
I have a Nintendo 64. I have a Sega Genesis. I have an NES. I've How NES many are hooked loading. up to your TV yeah, and that you, you play? play? All of them. I just rehooked them up. I have a Super Nintendo. I have a Game Gear Sega. Wow. I have a Nintendo. What do you play most often then? Yeah. Uh, Wii or Xbox 360. Those are the only two that are hooked up at all the t- at all times. The, the other one. ones come in and out. Um, I have an Atari twenty six hundred. I have an Atari. I'm coming over two hundred. Whatever the twenty, the I want after twenty six hundred that sucks. Seventy two hundred. Whatever the oh, last man. one was that sucks. It sucks. Maybe the question is, what don't you have? You got Turbo Graphics. He doesn't no, have a computer. But I did, but I sold it because because those are worth a lot of money now, and the games are terrible. They were well, Bonk was fun. Yeah, but you can get Bonk for Wii now. So I just. I just sold I'm just saying at the time I sold my Turbo Graphics I had Turbo I, I don't have a Sega Master System You got a virtual No one <laughs> No I, one had a Master System I don't, yeah. and I, I don't Did have anybody Sega, ever even buy that? I don't have yes. a Sega Master <laughs> System That's the only one I don't have A Sega Master System I, I had the adapter for Genesis I still have a, Master I still have a Dreamcast with so many games because you could burn Dreamcast games onto a CD and all you had to do was take the inside center and draw a black line around the center with a Sharpie and it because they had a security device but what would happen is that a Sharpie somehow reflected the light in the right way that it would just go past the security so you could (laughs) literally he's the first fucking guy to figure that out I feel like doing some hieroglyphics hey, on my nerds desk. are the best. I don't know, but the internet helped me figure that out. And I worked at the time at a, at a video game store that had a rental situation. <laughs> so I, I fucking free rented every Dreamcast game they had burned and all burned of them. every one of them. That's awesome. Did you bring that on one of the first tours in the RV? and Because you had all those emulated games for N64? That was my PlayStation. Oh, it was your PlayStation? One, PlayStation really? 1. Because I, I had one that was... Uh, that was, I had one that was modded so it could play burnt games. Oh, they just amazing. took the security device out. Right. It was like a, you know, a, a hack. Emulator? Yeah. No, it was just, it was a PlayStation 1, it but it could read. just play burnt games, so I would burn ah. them on a CD-ROM drive, and I did the same exact thing with all the PlayStation 1 games there. Incredible. And we got, at one point, we were just being a storehouse for 5,000 PlayStation 1 games that were being shipped to another location, so I went through and picked out, like, the ones that I was curious about and burnt them. It was fucking That's games. amazing. <laughs> Dodgy's 11. Just stealing all yeah, that I, games. I have, I have most of the systems now to answer your I question. I did not know that. That's impressive. Yeah, yeah. and Because I, I never sell them. Because why? Cause, I, mean, so, I sold them so that I so can get new ones. Where does Legend of Zelda rate? I mean, historically, I mean... I think it's... It's um, fucking two. important. It's two. Yeah. It's, it's Mario, right? Mario, yeah, Zelda, absolutely, Sonic. absolutely. In my opinion. You really think Sonic's that big? I do. Sonic is that big. That's why they keep trying to make it happen. Yeah, yeah. But it's never going to happen. No, Sonic's that big. I mean, Echo it's the big. Dolphin's getting zero love in this conversation. <laughs> I played the shit out of the game when I was younger. No, we all did. Me too. Did they ever make a Zelda The difference movie? is I don't still play it now. No, they is didn't. It, is it your favorite game of all time? My favorite single? You said it's a, you think it's the second most important. You all agree on that. Yeah, it's my favorite uh, series in, of all time. In my eyes, it's the most important. Yeah, it's, but it's my favorite. Your favorite? It's, it's my favorite it's game. It's the most interesting, I think. Literally, it's you why, guys, it's your it's, favorite game yeah. of all time. It's I'm why saying, I like, play games now. The, yeah, Crossing every video game ever made ever, my single favorite is the Super Nintendo Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. Favorite video game, favorite game hands down. If I was on a design with one video game, that would be it. That's your favorite video yes. game, and it's your favorite video game series. Yes. Yeah, mine, you, you mine is um, Ocarina of Time. That's More my favorite video game. That's, a, that's a goddamn close. More than The Last of Us. Uh, if if you put both in front of me and were like, which would you rather play right now? I'd be like, mm, Zelda. And yep. Ocarina okay. is, is, is so close. What, that's, how about you, Dan? 
you know I'm a hard and fast. I mean, well, we're, I, we're sitting here with some <laughs> hardcore freaking. He likes, he likes Gears of War. That's basically what I picked up on. I've never even played Gears. How oh, dare you? I don't you? know. How <laughs> dare you? I have voice of modulation. Um, it's it's a real hard toss up for me because I'm a very hardline Half Life guy. Okay. Uh, I'm a very hardline God of War guy. Oh, that's what I meant to say. God of War. God of War. Come oh, on. Blah. It, it, I actually enjoyed watching Dan play that. I mean, towards the end of the series, it kind of fell off. Like, one, two, and three were fucking unstoppable. But also, like, The Last of Us was such a it's fucking amazing an incredible game. I know game. we've talked about it several times on the podcast, but holy shit, that game is incredible. But that's a game that they can't make a sequel to, and I'll never see it again. Because it's, it's so no, amazing. It's it just the one game. It can't be a franchise. Absolutely right. But as a single standalone game. Yeah. Couldn't they do a prequel called The Second of The Last of Us? Or they, Left they, Behind. They the Last of Us Left one. Behind. Oh. Which is up for Game of the Year this year again. Well, by one blog. That's because there was no Zelda game this year. Next year, though. Yep. (laughs) Good luck with third to the last of us. I don't think there's going to... The pre-prequel. Be one. The, I mean, good luck the with best of us. Three. Good luck with The Last of Us, The Phantom Menace. We've been... <laughs> so so what's, what's yours, Dan? Jar Jar Banks. My, my one game. Your f- yeah. favorite Zelda game. No, no. I mean, well, you guys time. are both saying it's your favorite your game. Your desert album game? Or your yeah. Desert, yeah. desert Island desert game? Desert Island game. Island. Penn and Teller's Desert Bus, obviously. <laughs> Those of you that get that, you're amazing. Uh, Nobody gets my, that. My one game <laughs> probably would be... Jesus... I mean, it'd probably have to be Half-Life 2, because that game is fucking incredible. Is that Half-Life your favorite 2? franchise, even though there's only two? Half-Life. Well, there's Half-Life, there's Half-Life 2, and then there's episodes one and two of Half-Life but 2. But two so. Half-Lives make a whole life. <laughs> but there's no Half-Life 3, so where does that go? So Half-Life, well, that's your favorite that video game and series? I, I think so. Uh, yeah, I think so. I'd, mm. I'd have to go. I mean, God of War is a close second, but it, you know, it tanked at the end. So I would have to... And you haven't picked up Nintendo since Super Nintendo? I never even had a Super Nintendo, but oh. yes, correct. I think I, you need to do yourself a favor and get a Wii U. I'm clearly way out of my element. No, here, their games are amazing. It's super underrated. It's. I'll just get an emulator and play it on my computer. How whatever about? the that way. Works, uh, however, you want to intake games. I don't give a shit, but they need to be played. <laughs> yeah, if you want to. Games are made to be. If you want to jet goose liver into your balls, as long as you're. In, how do you know that I do I, that? I, I think that? my favorite birds of a feather, Dan. <laughs> my favorite game series of all time is the Punch Outs. Literally, just because they brought me so much joy. Like as a little kid, but me how? and my friends played Mike Tyson for hours, and even watching Dan play Punch Out on that first tour is like one of my Punch-Out. favorite Super moments. Ever. That game's so fucked. <laughs> Agreed, but I fucking beat it. Suck Lord it, Jesus! That's I mean, impressive. when Dan beat that, the joy. We have a picture in the jam room. Me with the control. I, know, I, know. I mean, it was literal joy. <laughs> the whole I mean, yeah. joy. Like, yeah. Because that's like one of the, whew, that's an and the first game. Super Mario Brothers. Just because it's the only it's real classic. game I've ever beaten, like it just means so much. It's a classic Great game. Uh, that is heavy, man. John? I mean, it is for a non-hardcore video game guy to see how far Zelda has gone. Literally, if you ask me, I'd be like, the yeah, music. they made like three or four. And a bunch touch of on the music. The music is incredible. The music is so important that orchestras all over the world perform it. Serious, and I would, I would and not like we're coming, we're doing it like a, at a college for a bunch of people that know what the fuck this is. We're performing this because this is an important piece of musical work, and it was done in an eight-bit monophonic format. You have to think about, but this. you can extrapolate that to Nintendo game, not not Nintendo licensed games, but Nintendo game music is yeah, super agree. important. But the sophistication of the Zelda soundtrack, it, I mean, it, granted, it, it was done by was the, there in Mario by too, I think. that guy Kudo that was the, or I think his name is Kudo, who was the fucking. Give that guy kudos, dude. He was the guy that did 
I mean, he was the composer that did all the important shit, but, but even he says, of all the things I did, I'm most proud of The Legend of Zelda. That's pretty cool. This is a composer. Now, did they, was there ever a Zelda movie or cartoon or cartoon. anything there, like there that? Was there was a cartoon. cartoon. There in, the, was. in the late 80s. There was a cartoon. Late huh? 80s. There was yes. also an Alf cartoon. I remember so there, there that were was toys. Like, there were Zelda action figures and stuff. I remember that. I'm sure there still are. Yeah. Yeah. You see the merchandising a lot. Like, a Legend of Zelda shirts are... Oh, yeah. It's crazy. It is surprising there was never a movie. Koji Kondo, who's, who did the soundtrack. Let me ask you this. Who would play Link if there was a live action movie? Elijah Wood. You think he'd get the role? That's a good guess. He kind of already did that, though. Yeah. I feel like I disagree <laughs> with that. That's That's I was thinking uh, the dude that does Legolas. Not, not, too many, not too many five-foot fucking actors. But a child to your eyes. Who would you cast? I mean, I think Elijah Wood's a great pick. Is he just too old now, though? He's too short. He's too short. <laughs> he's I, mean, I like short my length short. I like no, my... but here's the thing. He's not supposed to be short, right? Because he starts as a Kokiri. Kokiri never grew up. They're children. And he becomes an adult. And he towers over these children. So yeah. you don't want like somebody. Yeah, you're I thought right. they were never supposed to grow up. He's like Peter Pan. He was actually based off of Peter Legolas Pan. Legolas would be. Yeah, there's a lot of Peter Pan going on. And in Princess Zelda was named after Zelda Fitzgerald, F. Scott Fitzgerald's yeah. wife. I'm mm-hmm. kidding. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. The guy who wrote the game was obsessed with Fitzgerald and just thought that Zelda's name invoked a certain character and wrote a game around. It's a bitchy what he name. It's a bitchy name. name. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you how far this went into pop culture is that Robin Williams loved that game so much that he named his daughter Zelda. It's true. No way. Yeah. 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 Robin Williams sat around and played Legend of Zelda. Fuck if I had a kid, it. I'd probably name it either Link or Zelda. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding? I mean, I'm not having kids. I'm probably. not even joking. <laughs> if, I was, if I was unfortunate enough to ever have a... Yeah. Uh, if I was ever fortunate enough for my balls to produce a daughter out of a girl's vagina, I would absolutely insist that daughter was named Zelda. No doubt about it. I just hope that situation never happens. Samesies. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> you guys didn't set me up that you're like hardcore fucking Legend of Zelda people. I've told you about this. I mean, I feel like yeah, I was like, asked to expert. be on here for a reason. You should have known that. <laughs> I'm impressed. Yeah, I mean... We haven't even gone into the, I mean, the, 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 the fact that there are bombs that lead to hidden doors that aren't even. Not only that, but how about. That there are fairies that can regenerate your life and you can save them until you actually fucking die. And I have a good point. Hold on. Let me talk about the fairies in Ocarina of Time really quick. So we were talking earlier and I went on this YouTube spree of people having conspiracy theories about the legend of Zelda and. I don't know. Conspiracy Crazy. Theories? Yeah, there it's yes. nuts, right? So there's one specific fairy, Navi, that like Keanu Reeves at the beginning of the Matrix when he's just turned into a whole new world, like nothing is what you know, J Man. It's all about Zelda. J Man, pick up this controller. Anyway. This <laughs> um, yeah, that happens a lot here. Yeah, he interrupts a lot, I've noticed. It's weird. <laughs> Well, it's always cool to hang out with a female Dan. <laughs> what a neat experience. Fuck you, Jay, man. I'll take it as a compliment. That's fine. I think he's cool. He doesn't play Zelda, though, so he's fuck kid. him. He doesn't play Zelda <laughs> yet. He doesn't understand. Oh, you will. <laughs> well, you guys don't play Ingress, so fuck you guys. I tried. Yeah. Still sucks. You're not junkie only because you've never tried heroin. Just saying. That could be true. <laughs> not going to try it either. Anyway, so there's this conspiracy theory of some sort about Navi because she only appears in Ocarina of Time and then never again do you see her. Sure. And she's a very impo- she's a very important character. Well, 
she's really fucking reasons. annoying. She's super annoying. But, but she but is but an important character. As, as annoying as she is, she's three times as helpful. Right. <laughs> and they make a sequel to that game, which is Majora's Mask, and she's never in it. And in one of the conspiracy theories, they were like, well, you go to these fairy temples, pick up fairies to rejuvenate your life, use them, and then they go away after they're done doing what they're supposed to do, right? So one of the theories is Navi is like fucking dead because she helped you. Yeah. Which is why she's not in any mask because yeah. then he's dead and he doesn't need her. Right. It's brilliant. I know. Brilliant. It blew my mind. And I was really sad about it because I was like, no, Navi must live <laughs> forever. I want a, I want a detailed, <laughs> detailed history of Zelda. Chris, you look so uncomfortable. I just <laughs> There's no Zelda comic book that tells the whole story. There is, there is a manga. Yeah. Are there books? Is there one story? Or it's one, all it's one story that's been written. Okay. It's, and it's done and it's... How's the fan fiction? I don't know. I don't read it. No, I'm talking about the ones you write. I oh, mean, yeah. How's it going? <laughs> well, if you'd like, I could send well, you to my blog. Some of them get quite Tumblr.com slash Zelda. That's my favorite part of Literatica. <laughs> <laughs> Such classics as Link and the Stink. The Skyward it. Sword. Do, do you write fan fiction about wrestling and boxing? I actually do. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the Ventura Report. Look it up, so. Oh, I forgot. Nobody reads that. It's fine. The ones I get paid 15 bucks a week. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, uh, we have gone so far off yeah. track. Yeah. We're sorry, listeners. <laughs> I really wanted to give you a detailed history, but beer got in the way. We can have an episode two of Zelda, I think. I mean, I'm here next week. <laughs> there you That's go. So important. There's so many. It's we. The also the other thing that I think is important to mention <laughs> is the timeline that Hyrule Historia put out. Yes, which you have. Yeah, I don't handy. know where I put my phone. It's in your boot. Which because the other thing about oh, yeah. these games are, just because they're coming in like, you know, one comes out this year, one comes out the next year, they may never take and, place in the same and they're not always time sequential. space yeah. ever. The well, only thing they really have in common is Link. And everything else is arbitrary. Well, Link and Zelda. And Zelda. and Because they're not necessarily in Hyrule. Ganon comes in and out. There are a, a few other bad guys that come in and out. And, you know, like you're saying, Navi and these other sober helpful people. Yeah. You don't really get the co-carry thing until later on. So what is kind of like the Matrix? Yeah. Only Shit better. <laughs> so please, give us the well, history. Like well, the, give us the time history in thought, terms of game. When you first started talking about it, you're like, let's start from the beginning. And I'm like, what's the beginning? Is it... NES, or is it Skyward Sword on the Wii, which was the most recent game, which is the beginning? You mean chronologically in the story? In yeah. Re- in okay. reality, yes. on NES was the beginning, but in the story, it may not have been. What? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, in the story, Skyward Sword is first. It's the prequel. Right? It's, it's the like prequel. The pre- okay. well, I mean, I have to take your word for Zelda that. Zelda storyline. <laughs> yeah. Okay, got it. In Zelda storyline, Skyward Sword is first. Hmm. Um what I pulled up says the Minish Cap is second, which I've never played because I don't. What? I don't like the DS games. I think they're shit. But you have a DS. I do. Okay. And I've played Ocarina of Time 3D on my 3DS, but none of the other ones. Okay. Because they're they're crap. The controls suck and it's annoying. Um, Four Swords was after that, and then Ocarina of Time, and then it splits into these two sections where the heroes defeated, which is Link. I or you said didn't have a Wii U. <laughs> I don't even know why I'm talking to you guys. <laughs> Who invited me I'm, here? You can hear Kai Sorry. peeing in the background. Kai's playing with his Wii U over there. 
It's so distracting. <laughs> I tried. All I'm saying is I tried. I'm going to continue to drink no, this wine out of my pint glass. Yeah. Dude, that Enjoy. was like <laughs> fucking naked gun <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. That was epic. That was. I was trying to go through the timeline, but you're pissing through it. So. <laughs> Literally pissing on my timeline. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I was, I've been holding that for well, a while. One thing it's I lost. Say it's that done. I've learned from all of this is how expansive the universe is. I, I literally did not know that it was that deep that, that, that the games have that much storyline and that they jump around like that. I mean, it's kind of pretty interesting. It's the it makes, most interesting. Makes That's what we've been saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think people are missing out if they're not playing them. It's, it's a whole world. I mean, beyond yeah. like there's timelines, there's stories. There's Every one of the games is like playing one of the most interesting movies you'll ever watch. Oh, that's really interesting. And there aren't a lot of cutscenes generally. Well, those, those get more. I'm and more. stunned, given that that there hasn't been an actual movie. But the cutscenes that they make are really good. Yeah, and like, there was a, there was a, a fake trailer that was made maybe I saw that ten or fifteen years ago. That was one of those things where every it hit the internet like fire because people were like, "Oh my god!" And it was this was pre Lord of the Rings. But it was so dark and epic that it was just, I mean, like. Would the, it make a good movie, in all honesty? Or if would, it was done if right. If it was done correctly. Yeah. But, and it also you depends could, on what story that they pick you up. You couldn't make one movie, though. Mm -mm. Like, there's just no way. Yeah, huh? you just, you pick one storyline, you make one movie, and you stick, you got you to gotta keep true to it. Have, you know, practical Is there a reason there hasn't been one? Because Nintendo won't sell their rights. Yeah. Really? After the Super Mario Brothers. Still? That was like 20 years ago. That, as we, it sucked so bad that Nintendo was like, "Fuck you guys, we're not Never, doing movies." And you nearly John Leguizamo's career. Yeah, you nearly it started. It almost ruined Mario Brothers' career. That's true. And they're they're programmed. <laughs> Captain Lou just died after the TV show. <laughs> <laughs> he just flat out died. It's because he had to do that. Do the Mario. He had to do the Mario <laughs> every day, five days a week. I still like that song a lot. Me too. Me too. <laughs> wow, Legend of Zelda. It's deep. It's a very deep topic. It's a real legend. Well, one thing I can say about The Legend of Zelda is it holds a strange... It, it, it does sort of transcend because one time, about 15 years ago, we were in an apartment and we received a message from the other side. <laughs> and I don't know if it was alien. I don't know if it was alien or if it was otherworldly in a ghost situation. But Aaron Goldberg farted. Who invited you and here the, tonight? <laughs> and the fart said, Legend of Zelda! It's true, I was there. It's a true it story. Did. Multiple people will, will attest to the fact that his butthole actually said Legend of Zelda. And we waited, we waited days for another message. There's a controversial butt message that just said Contra, but we weren't totally sure. It was like, Contra! But then about two weeks later, his butt said, Goodbye. And that was it. That's the only message I ever received. So they were trying to tell us something. So and, maybe Legend of Zelda is that important. This is an absolutely true story. Right, Dan? Dan, Dan come on, Dan. Was I there? I you were definitely there. Because it, we it, was, it was actually not an apartment. We were on the road. I mean, it was huge. We freaked out. People yeah. freaked out. Like his asshole said Legend of Zelda. I think we were more freaked out about the fact that he farted. <laughs> and the consequences therein. He's like, what's happening to me? Like we like waited for a message. It's true, man. <laughs> It is true. I it hope true. it is. I really do hope it is. No, ask him. It's true. I swear to you, it's true. Well, on that brown note, <laughs> I think we should probably wrap this up. Absolutely. Everybody, if anybody's still listening, they're definitely asleep. So, Or a Zelda fan. Yeah, I was like, that's super rude. I'd still be listening to this one. We, 
We've created some new things. We have. Have we dropped that on the world yet? No. Are we waiting? We are waiting. Okay, cool. Some exciting things happen in the Fresh Talk world. I think so. Me too. Then we'll leave but that as a teaser for next week. Teaser for next week. We're going to get into that next week. Dun, dun, dun. A lot of exciting stuff coming in 2015. Stuff coming. I want to know what's happening. You can stuff list it things. all and I can just beep it out. <laughs> <laughs> or just put some beeps in. <laughs> Give me hints. <laughs> yeah, but it's going to be a good year. We did it. We, we got through this thing over a full year this year. Fresh talk. We did. So yeah. we're going. We're Another going. year down. <laughs> I was actually here this time last year as you, you were. guys were doing That's your favorites. True. I remember were. that. Oh, yeah. Cool. Full circle. Finally got you mm-hmm. on the mic. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for all the insight. Not that Chris J really cared that I was talking or not tonight, but. That <laughs> well, <it> was impressive. <laughs> you brought a lot of knowledge lot to the conversation. Of knowledge. Brought. Drop some knowledge. On the. I'm going to drop my Legend mic next. theme song. Stuck in my head. Who wants to take us out? All right. Well, so I will. I will begin. My name is Dan. You can find me at SpoonyDex on the Twitter and the Facebook and the Instagram and everything else. Uh, Chris, where can people find you? My name is Chris. You can find me on Twitter at Army of Fresh Men, and you can also follow the band on Facebook at Army of Freshmen. Not at Facebook.com/slash Army of Fresh Men. Yeah. Kai. I am Kai. You can find me at Obi Wan Kenobi on most places. John, uh, what else you got? What Simpsons Untapped? I'm also on Untapped, but I'm not under that name. But just put my name in, y'all come up. I'm also on Simpsons Tapped Out. And Star Wars Commander. And Star Wars Commander. And Flickster. Kai's Kai's a social media renaissance man. (laughs) Goodreads. Anywhere. anywhere He's also on Uber. If you need a ride, I'll pick you up. (laughs) Anywhere I I can get my opinion about something, find me. (laughs) You will find Kai. And how about you? you, Are you heavy on the socials? Do you do a lot of talking? I am. I am heavy on the socials. Where can people find you? Our first ever female guest. (laughs) Agent Jacqueline. That is a good name. It is. On the Twitter? (laughs) On the Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And they can ask you the most obscure Zelda questions. They can try. And, and you and I assure you, you welcome hardcore Zelda fans to discuss. I mean, I'm about it. No. <laughs> I'm about that. Let's see what you got. You got some Zelda artwork out there, don't you? I do, yeah. That's awesome. It's on my Tumblr. Also Agent Jack So Lee. people Agent can Jack. go to your Tumblr and see artwork that you've done. Yeah. Zelda. I'm a graphic designer, so. That's fantastic. I do fun things. Is that where like the fan that. fiction is? Yeah, uh, I write all my uh, Zelda fan fiction there. <laughs> Me and Link are bros in that. And John, where can people find you? Uh, I'm at Swaven or at Archive Studios. Is that both Twitter and Instagram or just Instagram? Uh, mostly Instagram. I'm not, I'm, I don't do the Twitter. I tried to find you on Twitter. I Twitter is you. really yeah. boring now, I feel like. It Never got into follow. it. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, you can find us here every week at Archive Studios. Look us up on iTunes, Fresh Talk Podcast, or wherever finer podcasts are aggregated mm-hmm. in your podcatcher of choice. And be sure to listen to past episodes for Please all sorts do. of stuff, They're including all, the uh, Super Mario Brothers the episode. The Super Mario Brothers is there, and the Nintendo episode is there. All of our episodes are there. Please download, listen, subscribe. Episodes. Where will we go next episodes. with video games? Is there another series that's really worth covering in the future? Castlevania, Metro, Mega Man. The Mega Man is good. Contra, Grand Theft Auto. God of War. Um, Nobody wants to hear about it. It's a hell of a story, though. <laughs> that's good. It's a great story. Please let us know what you'd like to hear us talk about in the video yeah. game world. At you know, uh, hashtag Fresh Talk Podcast. I think if we've established nothing else, one thing is I've probably played it. <laughs> so our, our on good any system Zeke, ever. Zeke Berkeley. 
like he's also a huge video game guy and he constantly uh, text messaged me pictures of 8-bit games <laughs> but without like just the artwork without the title or anything and we play like a trivia game he's a fun game and player then, oh, that's a great idea really did you guys invent that or is there like a site you can do it no he just he, he finds it on the internet he finds a cover and then he cuts it off and sends it to me and I, I'm supposed to write back the title but what I've now started doing is sending him back a picture of the actual cartridge because I, I <laughs> you have it yeah it's <laughs> Awesome. Dude, that is fucking. That's a cool game. It's exciting, like, like, Mitch. That's or, right. Like, oh, I hit him hard. Yeah, I hit him think... hard recently. When he he hit, what the fuck did he, he hit me with something really obscure, and I just sent him back like my hand holding the cartridge, and he was just like fucking. Don't you think gamers <laughs> would love an app like that though, like a game, like almost like a quiz yeah. game, where like it fires you? I'm, a sword. I mean, that's probably quiz, a quiz up has. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, but what like about that. like like a screenshot of the actual game? Yeah, they quiz up has. Yeah, they have a lot of actually have that. You can submit categories and questions. It's very cool. Quiz up is a cool game. Quiz up. It is a fun. Oh yeah, I'm also on quiz up. I mean, <laughs> Me too. We are all, I'll school you, Wes Anderson, Los Angeles Dodgers, and probably nothing basically, else. Basically, with that, I'm Kai, at level 30 on Logos right now. When Kai goes to bed, he plugs into all these different systems, and just so, like, as he sleeps, he can play quiz up and chess and I get on the on tap, you know. <laughs> I go into the Matrix, fueled by beer. Beer Matrix. Huh? Would you like to take us out? Cue the bossa nova. Real fresh.